0: Welcome to Mommy Heal Thyself. We feature guests who provide you with the tools, resources, and strategies you need to say no to a life of pain and suffering from all forms of preventable disease, toxic drugs, and unnecessary surgeries. We hope to inspire you to boldly reclaim your ability to heal and to serve the ones you love. Welcome everyone to our episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. And today I have a wonderful guest with us. His name is Dr. Thomas Lewis. Now, Dr. Lewis is a medical scientist who has been trained at MIT. Wow. Uh-huh. And the Harvard School of Public Health. He also extended his training under two Harvard clinicians, Dr. Clement Trempe and Kilmer McCulley, the pioneer of the homocysteine theory of cardiovascular disease. He now runs a right. low cost chronic disease. Measurement and Reversal Program. Welcome, Dr. Lewis. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you.
1: Thank you so much, Michelle, for having me on today. I'm I'm so excited to be here, yes.
0: <laughs> so now, where we entered into this conversation, I met you just recently at the Children Health Defense Conference, and I was talking to you about the fact that more and more people don't trust their doctors, don't uh-huh. trust the medical system, don't trust our government, and I'm concerned because it's one thing not to trust all of these different players, but then what do you do about it? It's so- awful.
1: It's awful. You know, I, I just a couple of things. So um, I'm a medical advisor, science advisor, the Children's Health Defense, and Brian Hooker is the head of the organization in terms of um, science and medicine, and. We've agreed verbally to run a mommy's health podcast through children's health defense. Because see, in America, just see, the reason why you don't trust your doctor is the results speak for itself. So in America, 12.5% of births are premature. In Europe, only 6.5%. It's a huge difference. And when they're premature, they've lost a lot of development that would happen in utero so it's really a tragic event we don't want our children getting off on the wrong foot and that's exactly what a premature birth is your brain is literally saying hmm in a harsh environment this fetus may not be viable this this emerging baby may not be viable um and then of course we have modern medicine that can help in some degrees but what 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 we're doing right now um dr gamble is You know, there's a lot of people talking about a parallel health system, Mm -hmm. but if we're going to have a parallel health system, it has to look at least structurally like the existing health system. Otherwise, people are like, it's just too much, too much change. So Mm -hmm. the most foundational thing we did is in looking at the standard of care, Mm -hmm. what your traditional doctor that accepts insurance does, is look at how they interpret data that they get on you, for example, labs and they... They might ask questions and then come to a diagnosis and they call that their evidence based medicine. Mm -hmm. But in my opinion, looking at what's happened in America is their evidence is actually their most, their biggest vulnerability. Hmm. So what we've done over the last 20 years is it takes that long to really do it right is dive into the literature, the uncorrupted medical literature that goes way back Hmm. and Build we've built an evidence-based platform. Let me just give you an example.
0: Okay.
1: You go to your doctor, you get a cholesterol level. Mm-hmm. Okay. It, it and what is it based on? They they say, oh, that's that's the LDL is too high, your total cholesterol is too high, we've got to put you on a drug. Mm-hmm. But is it really too high? And in fact, if you look at really good studies, even new ones, the ranges that they're using for normal are wrong and so I, I one example i use is korea which has a very good single-payer healthcare system and they published a study on cholesterol looking at 12.8 million people wow and the optimal cholesterol they have based for longevity mm-hmm. and morbidity which is disease yeah is around 235 not wow. 150
0: wow 235
1: and that data is supported over and over and over again in the literature if you read it so what i what i tell people to do is when they're when they see something that doesn't make sense and they're reading something and like cleveland clinic or someone like that says blah 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 but whatever follows the but is almost always an untruth almost always an untruth to justify the same old thing they've been doing forever which leads to 12 and percent premature birth rate as an example or exorbitant chronic diseases, you know, the CDC says that um, 60% of adults in America have at least one chronic condition. Mm -hmm. And now the numbers for children and adolescents is up at around 50%. It's outrageous. And if we have this beautiful healthcare system, why is everybody so unhealthy? Hmm. It's a sick care system. So So now in
0: creating the, the parallel health system, what should people be looking for? Because there are all kinds of things that are popping up right now, and it can be overwhelming. And I well, know, you know really want to know what do they need to look out for, and what should they stay away from.
1: It's really interesting, a really interesting question because right now we don't have a real coordinated system in the alternative space. And I don't like the I don't like the the alternative <laughs> space. What I use the term I use is we have standard of care, your regular doctors and what we really want to get to is the standard of health do you mm-hmm. want to be cared for or do you want to be healthy mm-hmm. so the standard of health but see functional doctors is no real formal education they've you know they've tr- been trained in medical school or chiropractic school or, or whatever they have mm-hmm. and now they've studied on their own to become you know much more fluent on 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 disease mm-hmm. but a lot of them I'll give you a case with my daughter so you have to be careful Mm-hmm. My daughter hired a functional medicine doctor, $5,500 for a full year mm-hmm. and, you know, all, full access. She went every week. They the, the doctor with dark field microscopy found yeast in her blood mm-hmm. and he spent the year eradicating the yeast in her blood, which he did very successfully. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. it didn't help her health situation at all. Oh. Okay. So, so there are a lot of rabbit holes you can go down. Mm-hmm. So I was blessed with my mentors, Trempe and McCulley. They kind of showed me, they they taught me to look at things not from diagnostic codes, but from mechanisms. So ICD-10, which is the standard of care diagnostic system has 68,000 codes. In the previous version only had 24,000 or 18,000. Now we have 68,000. We function based on mechanisms. And I think it's really important that even though this may sound complicated, you you go to your doctor and you you ask them what their approach is. How do they go about um elucidating what's really going on? Peel the how they peel the onion back. Mm-hmm. That's extraordinarily important. In our world, there are five mechanisms that drive all diseases. So we've we've developed, and I'm working hard to distribute this, just so you know, what's also lacking is you pay an exorbitant amount for health insurance. Mm-hmm. And then you have exorbitant co-pays mm-hmm. and exorbitant deductibles. Yeah. So now you go to a doctor like my, my daughter did, and you're going to pay out another five grand? It's mm-hmm. horrible. So one of the things I'm working on is um, an interface with an emerging health insurance company so that you can actually subscribe to a health insurance company. It gives you a lot of choices, including functional doctors.
0: Wow.
1: I mean, that that. Oh. Open Ocean Health is the name of the company, Open Ocean Health. Oh, wow. And they've been at it for about 10 years and they're in the fundraising process, but the, the train has left the station and they're starting to work with self-funded organizations. Now, self-funded organizations are companies where you pay into a health plan and the company I, ensures your your health. But ultimately, there's only one payer. It's you. Exactly. You're the payer. It's, you know, either you pull it in your company fund or you pull it in a into a health insurance fund, but still you're the payer and you well, don't get any choice. It's outrageous.
0: Can you go back into what are, when we're looking at working with someone,
1: right and
0: you're saying instead of having them going under, down all of these different rabbit holes, that instead that they should be focusing on five mechanisms. So what are those five mechanisms that they should be right.
1: focusing on? You you zeroed right in and you met Dr. Carter, my partner. Mm-hmm. And he coined the concept, the hierarchy of health. Okay. And it's a very it, it may sound complicated, but it's a very simple concept. Mm-hmm. When you're building a home, a house, you don't start with the roof, you start with a foundation. Exactly. So our, our five mechanisms really boil down to you are number one, you are not what you eat, you are what you absorb. Okay. And that it all has to do with the gut. So for example, if you're eating really well, but your gut's a mess, <laughs> your physiology sees junk food. Exactly. So you're just wasting a lot of money and time. So the number one thing that anybody should work on, and I do a, I do very robust surveying. Uh, and uh, what, uh, what appears to be the number one complaint is lack of energy, then chronic pl- pain, then sleeplessness. But when I read between the lines, what they're really telling me is there some level of gut dysbiosis. If you're not regular every day, you know, uh, a good, you know, some nice ghost tools, if you will, and things like that, your gut's a mess.
0: Mm-hmm. No, mm-hmm.
1: It, it's that simple. So if you don't fix that, and then what does the gut do? It, it makes everything. So like, if you're not sleeping well, mm-hmm. you know, you're not getting the happy hormones, which are made in your gut. Um, you're not getting, if you're not, if you have brain fog, you're not getting the good neurotransmitters that are made in the gut. It's called the enteric nervous system. So that's number one of our five mechanisms. This, the second one is what I call thrive versus survive. It might be better understood as uh fight or flight. Mm-hmm. If, if you're constantly anxious, worried, you know, nervous about finances, relationships, whatever. That is a major stressor. So think about it the same way. as like When you see a lion, you turn white as a ghost. Why? Because your brain goes into fight or flight and puts all the blood into your legs so you can run the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. When you're stressed, you take your limited bandwidth of, of immunity away from your immune system to fight things to overcome... The, the ramifications of stress so you're much more you're much more vulnerable mm-hmm. okay so it's a very important thing so i tell people and i'll that's mechanism too i'll get on but i tell people to consider mimicking four cultures that live very long mm-hmm. and healthily. Okay. the japanese outlive us by seven years and they they have a very nice culture they respect their elders they respect every occupation they eat a lot of fish and sea vegetables with iodine that's one of the missing things the koreans are seeing the greatest increase in longevity and if you've ever been to an authentic korean restaurant it's fermented dish after fermented dish after fermented dish supports the gut yeah. now the asian indians you know they're not know, known for the longevity but they're actually a very healthy people they herb and spice foods mm-hmm. tremendously and mm-hmm. herbs and spices are full of nutrient density yeah so it's very important and then the last one which will seem a little strange, but it goes with the fight or flight thrive versus survive mechanism is Jamaica. Don't worry. Don't worry. Be happy. You know, Klaus Schwab, Bill Gates, the the Ukrainian conflict, what's going on in Palestine and Israel. Look, you have control over it. Don't worry. Be happy. Do, Do you and be happy. Turn off the radio, turn off the TV, turn off the YouTube Turn off all that stuff. You um, know, I,
0: I, I recently heard um Dennis Prager and he said that happiness is our moral obligation. You know, it's not a choice, it's our moral obligation because by us choosing to be happy, we are impacting our world. So I love that you're emphasizing that as one of the Oh, you have
1: to. And and there, when you look at the uh centenarians, the blue zones. Mm-hmm. One of the things that they have, the real common denominator mm-hmm. is connections to friends and family. Mm-hmm. And so you can you can spread your burdens out on these people okay. and lower your stresses. That's why it's so important.
0: Absolutely. You
1: now then the next mess mechanism is um, subacute or chronic infections that aren't appreciated. So for example, we run blood testing and it's called an immunoglobulin G. We don't have to know what that is, but every doctor that, that practice standard of care says that's a that's a past infection. It's completely wrong. Like mm-hmm. my daughter with really low energy had just IgG, very high Epstein bar. And I treated her, her Epstein bar came down, yeah. and her energy went up. So so many and inf- you know, in in um if you look at the traditional Things on mortality. Number one is cardiovascular. Number two is cancer. And number three is actually iatrogenic medical mistakes. Mm-hmm. But in my opinion, the real list is number one. If we look globally, third world, it's acute infections. You know, ch- children in the third world often, you know, many of them don't make it to the age of six because of infection. Yeah. But then the next biggest cause of death, in my opinion, is not cardiovascular disease. It's what's underlying cardiovascular disease and cancer. It's chronic infections,
0: mm, okay. the stuff that no one pays attention to because it's become part of the noise, the background noise, where you're just like, ah, oh, this is just the way I am.
1: And, and, and you have the nautilus in the background, which is a it's a logarithmic spiral, yes. and that explains and that's our logo too. It has a the nautilus, the spiral, uh-huh. and that explains the complexity and why you know the pharmaceutical industry has done so well we're programmed to instantaneous gratification. Mm -hmm. But see, chronic disease emerges like like descending down the spiral of the Nautilus. It doesn't happen like that. And guess what? If it doesn't happen like that, it doesn't reverse like that either. We have to spiral back up the Nautilus, if you will, to get healthy. Mm -hmm. Um, Another mechanism is just nutrient density. We have to increase nutrient density in our foods, period. And, and if we have to supplement to augment these nutrients, so some of the most prolific deficiencies are iodine. The Japanese outlive us. We have a, a goiter belt in America, which is this thyroid that's ex, it expanded because of lack of iodine, but iodine is critical to energy. Mm-hmm. Um, magnesium, magnesium calming to the brain. We have so many people with with anxiety, yeah. Um and things like that, and even cramps, that's a big problem. Potassium, underappreciated as a nutrient. Potassium and sodium are the yin and yang. You know, it's called the uh, called active transport, the sodium potassium pump. There are three sodiums and two potassiums to make things go into and out of your cells. Mm-hmm. If you don't have mm-hmm. potassium, you know, you're living in your house, but the the rubbish man, the rubbish person never comes. gets pretty ugly that's why you need potassium you know and and so these are these are some of the major uh, deficiencies and of course vitamin d you know and everybody's deficient in iodine vitamin d you know when i say everybody i mean like bell curve you know largely there let me ask you
0: a question because that's interesting that you're saying that many many people have iodine deficiency can you explain to us why or how is that possible when we have iodized salt and everybody's yeah. you know picking out on the salt? Any other Well you know
1: we'll, we'll hark back to the cholesterol example where the, the reference range is down here, but the actual optimal range is over here. they're completely wrong. So an iodine, 150 micrograms is um, barely adequate to maybe keep the thyroid operating at a minimal level. But see, iodine plays so many other roles as an anti-infective, as an anti-cyst. You know, the the Japanese, once again, I'm going to them because they live the longest, very low incidence of breast cancer. So high iodine really helps ameliorate that. I am right now doing a protocol. I'm not going to give the protocol away, mainly because it requires, you know, a blood test and see where you really are. So it's not a one size fits all. But I'm doing a program that David Brownstein developed, which involves iodine, vitamin A, vitamin C, and vitamin D, and a little selenium, which is the cofactor for the iodine as an as an antioxidant. It also helps enzymes convert the uh, um make the iodine available to the thyroid. Okay. And I have had this program. Are you sitting down? Functional doctors aren't that crazy about it. Five dollars a month
0: five dollars a
1: month so let me tell you a story
0: how oh, is that even possible
1: five dollars a month well wow. you come to me and i'll send you the protocol and you can you yeah. can consult with some of your patients but i'll give you i'll give you two testimonials one came in yesterday one is my my daughter listens to this conservative radio station and she found out she loves the guy found out that his adopted son at the age of 28 is on a cane with wreathing pain at level eight every day. And by weird coincidence, he moves to my little town, Jefferson City, Tennessee. Who would have thunk it? So I met him in person at a coffee shop. And then, sure enough, he walks in hobbling with a cane, let ankles are swollen, all that. I put him on this five dollar a month program, and and it's all it's a four-day pulse every month. Just keep doing it, I tell people. Uh-huh. And by Round two, he was off his cane, working out five days a week, and his C-reactive protein, which is inflammation, came down from 25 to seven. We're not done yet. We've only done two rounds, and I haven't pulled out the guns yet, but that's all natural. No pharmaceuticals, $5 a month. Wow. So yesterday, I had a lady with extraordinarily high liver enzymes and high ferritin. At iron storage. Wow, and she did two rounds of this, two rounds. That's all she did. And I always put people on probiotics because it's the most important thing, yeah. Yeah. you know, not just probiotics, but probiotics and an ecosystem to make the probiotics work to, to, to form colonies. And from um, August to, um, to now, her liver enzymes went from very high to normal. No. And her ferritin came down from 6:30. It should be around 100 to 180.
0: Wow, that is amazing.
1: Five dollars a month.
0: Wow. So of course,
1: of course you need a consult because we need to make sure
0: yeah,
1: that, that you are that, that you 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 know we can't go high doses even with good good things.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Just zero to sixty. We have to ramp you up slowly. And, and, you know, and the you- last. You're, you're
0: bringing up a very important issue, which is that, you know, sometimes people will go to these various functional medicine doctors or whatever, and they implement a protocol. And because it's so costly, they don't follow up. It's, true. And it's like, how do you know what's happening and what you need to do if you're not following up? So you're you're saying you've got to be able to monitor. You know, you don't just try something and then walk away and leave the pot on the stove. You know, you've got to keep on seeing and adjusting and and really making sure that it, it fits that particular individual.
1: Right. right. So I'm going to give you some tips in a second. I'm going to give you the last mechanism. Explain how we interpret labs from a scientific perspective, not a population, non-scientific. But the last mechanism which you have control of is um, lack of autophagy or autophagy. Where Mm -hmm. you're basically taking off the garbage again. Okay. And there are two things that lead to lack of autophagy. Number one, you're never giving your digestive system a break. You're eating three meals a day and snacking. Mm -hmm. And number two, you're sitting, as we say in Poland, on your dupa too much. You're not getting out in the sunshine and moving. Dupa is your, you know, your your sweet buns. (laughs) Okay. So, so, so let me, let me explain. let me explain about the um, the labs. So when you look at a reference range for labs, which your doctor, your, your standard care doctor is using to determine whether you're healthy or not,
0: mm-hmm.
1: based on populations, not on science. Mm-hmm. So in general, people who go to the doctor and get labs, pardon me?
0: It's a mathematical equation. It has nothing to do with actual...
1: No, no. They're just doing statistics on people, mm-hmm. which is not at the root cause. So people who go to the doctor and generally less healthy than people who don't. And you might say, well, some people are unhealthy they don't go to the doctor. Well, they eventually wind up there. Okay. So so what we've seen is the reference ranges were like this and then we over, and this is my mentor told me, you know, Dr. McCulley, 90 years old. He said reference ranges were very different when I started practicing in the late 60s. So the reference ranges were like this and then they're like this and now they're like this and sometimes they move like this, but wider. So what we did my mentor, Doctor Trump, best doctor imaginable. He he said to me, "Tom, mortality is the most important endpoint, and it's it's not like a different type of car. You know, one type of cardiovascular vessel disease and one other mortality. Everybody, it's it's the same endpoint for everybody. Mm-hmm. So what I did is I titrated lab values to early all cause mortality risk. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it doesn't matter." Black white woman, female uh, woman, man, child, uh, older person, you know, from Korea because I talked about 12.8 million Koreans, and you might say, I'm not Korean, but you know, we're 99.9 plus percent genetically the same. So we titrate labs and give you a really robust report with little speedometers. so we, we give you an overall score. So it's very easy to understand where you are. We call it the health disease Continuum. We mm. place you on the health disease continuum with a single score and mm-hmm. then show you how we break it down based on early mortality risk. So the nice thing is when you go and get that second set of labs, you can see, it's not like, where did my CR active protein go? You want to measure your overall health. So we're showing you how you are optimizing based on multiple labs. Wow. Multiple labs. Nice. Now, this, this could be controversial to functional doctors, but- if they're not focusing on some basic things, nutrition, supplementation, gut health, vascular health, because the vascular system drives everything, and their favorite thing is heavy metal toxins and mold, mm-hmm. okay? Um, I'm not saying these things aren't a problem, but they're usually secondary or tertiary, tertiary to higher level things. Mm-hmm. So I think everybody needs to ask the doctor, their their doctor three basic questions okay okay here here they are and it's it's all encompassing but you need to have them drill down on the answer number one what do you do to support the most foundational thing in my body absorption what is your program for gut enhancement even if my gut is good if your doctor doesn't have a program for that mm-hmm. they don't understand how to build a foundation
0: Exactly.
1: Number two, they need to do testing and consider deficiencies of any type in in your life. Like if you're eating, you know, processed food or junk food, or you live in a certain area of the world where, you know, northern latitude, where you're not getting enough vitamin D, that's a deficiency. These are the things that they need to look at. And the third thing is looking at excesses. So gut Deficiencies, excess is really simple. And what is an excess? You know, then you can look at the toxins, but the number one excess, uh, when you look at innate immunity and adaptive immunity with white blood cells mm-hmm. are, are these stealth infections. And, mm-hmm. you know, Lyme, Lyme is very common. Um, mm-hmm. I'm controversial in saying the number one source of Lyme disease is the oral cavity. And, and the reason is Lyme is a town in Connecticut. So it's just a syndrome and it's usually associated with a tick bite. Mm-hmm. And the tick bite, the tick may deliver what's called a spirochetal or spiral shaped. Well, here we go with the Nautilus again, uh, species, uh, uh, um, bug, uh, bacterium that can yeah. drill into your cells. And they create a lot of damage in your vessels, in your brain, mm-hmm. things like that. So why the oral cavity? because a lot more people have teeth than you are bitten by a tick. Okay, that's obvious, right? But, but see, me, I don't have a root canal, which is really a dead tooth, so infection can grow there. I've just had cracks in my teeth since I was very young, yeah. and organisms can get in under the gum line, and no one's really caring for below the gum line. We're all doing it above the gum line. And look at how close the sinus is to the, to the roots of the teeth. Look at how close the eyes are. Look at how close the brain is. Oh yeah. Okay. So what we test, we do what's called an oral DNA. We do a limelight line blot looking for the spirochetes, and then I ask questions about do you have a, do you have low energy? Do you have elevated heart rate? Do you have a, like a, a little arrhythmia? Very very common. And so that's another thing I I, I would say in in the excesses column of things. If your functional doctor, integrative doctor, natural doctor is not having a conversation with you, if you're even 40 and older, but we have young kids with oral problems Mm -hmm. and they're not asking you about the health of your mouth and not testing for it, then you need to move on. Um, Because these infections, the the Scientific American in 2002 published Oral and Whole Body Health. Mm -hmm. Premature births I mentioned, America has lousy health, uh, oral health, because of all the sugars we've eaten, and the the fluoride's nasty, too. Mm -hmm. A lot of countries have banned fluoride, not us, but we won't get into that discussion. But the sugars, um, some of these these, uh, dental products have endocrine disruptors in there, so we have low energy and low libido and things like that. You know, so the opportunity for integrative doctors to help you with your health, not just because your doctor's failing you, but your dentist is failing you too.
0: So you've given us a lot to consider. And as I said, this is a very important issue because many people are dissatisfied with their current providers. And they're looking into the world of quote unquote, alternative or complementary or parallel, however you want to explain it. And you have given us a lot of things for us to be able to ask those people when we are getting ready to, you know, Plunk down whatever additional cash that we want to plunk down because just because it's alternative, just because it's complementary does not mean that it's going to give you better outcomes than the one that you're running away from.
1: So yeah, what's happened is in the standard of care, we have the primary care doctor, which is sort of a turnstile to specialists,
0: mm-hmm. but a lot
1: of functional and integrative doctors have their sort of specialty. Yeah. And and what what I fear in this arena, if you don't have a general view on health, is you know you um it's a hammer and nail you know exactly. they're, they're the hammer and everything looks like the nail and the nail would be like in my daughter's case chasing yeast in the blood mm-hmm. or chasing or or chasing mold and you know a lot of molds are okay some some molds are obvious i mean w- you have an exposure you know it's like you gotta it's like they're they're a mold specialist so it's going to be mold but yeah. have you ever had an exposure to mold let's let's go so I'm not saying that's not important, but let's step back up and get our systems. You know, the the number one reason for for dying young is something in the vascular system. So that's why, you know, I, I look at gut, I look at deficiencies, and I look at I look at vascular markers. We've got that should be right at the top of the list of what a doctor does is work yeah. on work on vascular health
0: where do people go
1: and and you don't have a statin you don't have a statin deficiency by the way we're no, not born when you, and, and when you look at your entire food intake and things like that stat statins or blood pressure medications are, I do not have a blood pressure medication deficiency there's something else going on
0: exactly exactly i love that you are there to help us and guide us in terms of thinking differently about how we approach our health And where do people go? Because obviously we can't cover everything in just 25 minutes or less. So where do people go to follow up and learn more about this parallel health system?
1: So um, my website, it's a a long name, but health revival partners with an S. So we're all healthrevivalpartners.com. So we're all about your health. We're all about reviving and renewing your health or optimizing your health. And we're just your partner. You do the work. We're going to tell you what work we think is best for you to do to get in, that, get in that great position. So healthrevivalpartners.com.
0: And don't worry if you can't remember all of that, ladies, because we're going to make sure that we include it in the show notes. And I encourage you to go to healthrevivalpartners.com because Dr. Lewis also has a podcast where he has phenomenal guests and lots and lots of content that can help you in your journey to living with power, passion, purpose, and peace. Until next time, my lovely ladies, we will see you and peace and blessings. Bye. Amen. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of Mommy Heal Thyself. If you like what we're doing here, please share, subscribe, like us, and leave a comment. Your feedback is very much appreciated.